You're listening to the Creepy Kingdom Podcast Network, covering and creating all things creepy. Visit creepykingdom.com to get access to all of our articles, videos, and podcasts. Join our Patreon for exclusive content. Patreon.com slash creepykingdom. Behold, it's the live show and podcast where we take a look back at the past week in the creepy kingdom. It's the Hi everyone, welcome to the Weekly Creepy. I am your host, Sarah, and let me introduce my fabulous co-host, Johnny D. Johnny D, are you there? Hello? Hello? Johnny D? I'm here. Oh I'm yay, here. there he is. How's it going? Hi, Janine. Good evening. Hello. Thanks for joining us. Yes. And thanks for joining me, Johnny. I, I think... thought you were just gonna bail. No, I was having trouble really quick of, of uh, pressing the uh, pressing the button. The button was real hard. The button was hard very to push. Yeah. Aww. Yes. Life's rough sometimes. Yeah. You know when life's rough sometimes when you're at like a party with your friends. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, on an adult bounce bounce house with a um, giant slide water slide, yes. and then you're like, "Oh crud! I have to go host the weekly creepy," <laughs> and then you go do that because that's what happened to me. Actually, it's awesome though because I just left Joe at the party. I'm gonna go pick him up later. So you're so he's there unattended by by uh, under supervision. Yeah, he he's has no there security. unattended. I know. I'm a little worried. I think he's gonna be okay though. I hope so. But too. we did. Yeah, we we luckily we had enough time to boot the kids out of the out of the slide and go Why? down times ourselves just so we didn't <laughs> it was a little different them going down the slide like meep versus joe and i like <laughs> we, it was for their own safety <laughs> oh my know, gosh you life sarah you just should have just left them in there and be like welcome to the real world kid <laughs> <laughs> I, <laughs> my friends son is really really sweet and adorable and when i went down one of the times he was standing on the other side of like the little pool thing and he had a popsicle and i super splashed him on accident and he was just kind of like he was so chill he's like and just like kept walking with this popsicle i was like i'm sorry i didn't mean to Oh, anyway. I thought you were gonna do uh, the throw it on the ground situation. You look at him and be like, "Hey, little kid!" Yeah. To the no, I just totally—I'm not that mean. I just I totally on accident splashed him, and he handled it like really chill. He was like, "Okay, yeah, I'm go over here now." And I was like, "Sorry, I'm embarrassed." But Aww. yeah, what have what have you been up to? Um, I just came back from a from a really cool book signing at Dark Delicacies. Do you have some more to tell us about that? I do, actually. This was a quick turnaround, but I love these type of turnarounds. I have a video to play. Let's do it. Let's watch that. Yeah. Take it away, John. I'm here at Dark Delicacies in Burbank, California, here to celebrate the book signing and book release of Creepy Bitches. Let's go inside, shall we? Excuse me, sir. So, uh, what brings you here to this, uh, to this lovely, what are you doing? Just doing some shopping. You're doing some shopping? So you're not here for the creepy bitches book signing? I am here for that. And believe it or not, 
Creepy Kingdom did not put out this book. Tell me, ladies, uh, <laughs> what can we expect with uh, Creepy Bitches? I can't really say it in my normal voice because I'll sound like an a-hole, sorry. <laughs> creepy Bitches um, was definitely kind of Elise and I saying that we just wanted to give some voice to um, a lot of the women in horror who don't usually get one, um, who, who we know have really exciting stories and fun stuff to talk about. And we wanted to come at it from a position that was not just horror journalists. We wanted to hear from filmmakers, from fans, from um, people who have grown up in the industry, and then as well as really dynamite journalists across the board. Yeah, and we didn't want it to be like straight up feminist manifestos kind of thing. We wanted it to be for everyone so that everyone can see that females in horror are just like anybody else in horror. You know, we like the same stuff and uh, yeah. And so we, we knew that we wanted it to be a variety of different topics and that we really wanted to give people agency to talk about what they wanted. So that was the first question that we asked and we gave examples. But from there, everybody kind of came back with something that they were passionate about, something that they knew that they could really dig into, be it a particular film, an event, some type of subgenre that they've been fascinated with. Really kind of just saying that we wanted it through a lens of a horror fan. But past that, you can talk about really whatever you want to talk about as long as you can do it for a certain month. Yeah. Wow, what an event, right? Anyway, so Creepy Bitches is on sale right now. And if you go to darkdelicacies.com, you can uh, check it out. So back to you, John. And by the way, I love the shirt you're wearing. <laughs> Thank you so much. I mean, I actually am wearing a Cinematic Void shirt. You know, got a rep Cinematic Void. Uh, anyway, so yeah, so that was the... Uh, that was the signing event. I mean, there, there's plenty of people there. There's obviously, you know, our friend from Nightmarish Country, Shannon McGrew, was there. That's so uh, awesome. Sandy King Carpenter, John Carpenter's wife, was there because she had something to, uh, she had that she had an essay that she wrote. Chelsea Stardust, who uh, directed uh, the uh, incredible Satanic Panic that came out a couple of years ago. Nice. Uh, she, she wasn't there, but she uh, she signed she signed some books uh, a day. Uh, yesterday, because unfortunately she couldn't make it today, but but there's a slew of other like um, uh, writers that were that were there, and yeah, uh, I said darkdelicacies.com by accident, but it was darkdel d e l dot com. So darkdel dot com, you could buy some books. Uh, you could buy there as well as uh, uh, wherever wherever you buy books at. So good to know. Yeah, that's really fun. Yeah good way to spend your Sunday. Yeah, absolutely. I was just thinking your shirt kind of reminds me of the, is it? Canon films? Minos or whatever. Um, From Escape Room, the movie, the little symbol of the bad guy. No, 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 no. This is, uh, well, this missing a side of it. Like, yeah, that logo. No, this logo is kind of a, it's a take on the Canon films logo, which I'm actually going to, which actually, uh, sorry, I just want to rep Cinematic Void one more time. Um, anyways, uh, no, actually, the Canon low can. Speaking of Canon films, they're coming. They're coming up later on in uh, on my pick of the week. So stay tuned. Ooh, I was gonna tell you, I finally saw the new Escape Room movie, and okay. I went to Alamo Draft House for the first time. I saw that. So the food's good, isn't it? Oh, the. Food's I just good. had queso because we had already had like dinner. And Still, we really, but it was Still. good. Fresh case. Like I don't remember what kind of beer I had. It was like really like a tart, like a fruity tart beer. It was really yummy. So I was like, ooh. 
but yeah, we had a good time and I really liked the movie. I like, I exactly. I totally agreed with what you said. It was just like really fast paced. Um, it just kind of got to the, to the meat and potatoes really fast. Yeah. You, 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 there's not much explaining <laughs> about this. It movie. just like recaps you on the old movie. If you haven't seen it, it's just like, Hey, haven't. here's some stuff that happened anyway. like yeah which was kind of nice if you're because like the main thing you're watching it's like it's like saw it's like the main thing you're watching it for is like the the kills and the traps yeah Yeah. so you got into that really fast and i really liked it really quick um i don't know if i'm i mean the movie's been out for like what three weeks i think two three weeks by now yeah so escape room international oh is that like a third movie I mean, do you think? Because they kind of left it open for. I hope so. I sure because hope so. She's on. I mean, I, I don't want to give too much, but it, I'm just saying, like, how it ended. It just <laughs> it leaves it open for another movie, and mm-hmm. I left thinking, like, I hope they do like Saw. Like, they just kind of keep putting them mm-hmm. out because I think you can for a while. The storyline makes sense. It's like, it can do that. So sorry. Oh, hey, would you like to talk about that film review? Uh. Let's wrap up what we were saying <laughs> really quick. So <laughs> um, I was just saying, I want more escape rooms, so do it up, guys. I, I do, too. I do, too. Because, again, fast, turn off brain. They'll probably recap, too. It's all good. And I it was good. It. it was like, a, I'm glad it recapped it because I, I hadn't seen it since I saw mm-hmm. the first one in theaters. I haven't seen it since. So it was mm-hmm. kind of like. I also read the synopsis a little bit, like on the way to the movie of the first one. I was like, okay, yeah, okay, I remember that. Okay, I remember that. Just to make sure I wasn't like gonna get confused. Yeah. But yeah, there was like it. Just, it's not like a a movie that's like quizzing you on knowing the previous one. Like it just gives it to you, so you can just enjoy it. And uh, well, I was gonna say like we got we all gotta go to Alamo Draft House. I mean, they have. Uh... Oh my gosh, that is right up our alley. I don't know why I hadn't been to it before. I, I mean, mean, I think it... pandemic. Was part of the reason. Well, yeah, because it didn't open that much earlier than the pandemic, I mean, right? They just, they just barely opened again, like back in June, I think. Oh, okay, yeah, and they were really cool about um, rules for like COVID safety. So, you know, like have your mask on if you're not eating, and yeah. you know, they had hand sanitizers out and stuff. So it was nice. It felt like, and it wasn't super packed. Mm-hmm. Like they also do the seats with buffer seats. So when you buy your seats online, they leave seats open to each side of you. So you're not shoved in with people you don't know, which was really nice. Yeah. It felt like they really, um, it's felt like safety took like a little bit more precedence over like money. So it was was good vibe there. I mean, that's why I love going to the animal draft house, especially. And I love that. Like, like that. I can't wait until they can open, you know, fully again because i like that bar area looks really cool and there's they used to do shop area they used to do karaoke every monday they oh no way we do a thing called trivia dome every wednesday um which is really fun we won uh my group won a a few times actually which is cool get it Um, yeah and uh they also have a cute little store uh which you can also and they have a rental store called video vortex where you just it's free you could rent films for four days and then you could just, and then it's like a dollar if for a late fee, but you oh, can do wow. So yeah, if you want to rent DVDs and Blu-rays and all that, you can go to video vortex at Elmo draft house. So it's a nice video store, rental store. That's good to know. Yeah. I don't and know that, if I'd go all the way to downtown LA, but the cool thing is, is that the block has parking too. Like the block has parking. 
But some, but for me at least, I just take the North Hollywood subway uh, metro and just it stops right at the um, right at the, uh, the the block. So I, I just didn't know that. That's cool. Yep, you just go upstairs and there it is. So that's the that's the great thing about uh, taking the subway over there. Mm-hmm. But anyways, enough about talking about Alamo Draft House. Let's uh, we'll we'll Let's talk, talk about, about sharks. Yeah. Specifically, a film review of Disney Plus and Nat Geo's documentary films, uh, film, Playing with Sharks. Yes. And this is about Valerie Taylor. Uh Um, The review is by Steph Cannon. And basically, Valerie and her husband um, are like crazy sea life fans. (laughs) And she and her husband shot some of the most famous underwater footage in Jaws. Um, They're pioneers for conservation and educating the public on the importance of preserving sharks and the, for the ecosystem. So the whole, the documentary is just kind of like following her, like, you know, reflecting on her life and all the crazy dives she's done and all the sharks she swam with and the conservation efforts she's, she's done to uh, preserve them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's exactly what it's about, but uh, I really, yeah. Steph had a nice, really nice review about it, and it made me super want to see it. I just haven't watched it yet. I haven't, like, had enough time. <laughs> oh, right. and speaking of something else on Disney+, Plus, I know we were talking about Behind the Attraction last week, and I yes. that's what I've been spending my time watching right now. I still haven't watched this. I have one more left to watch at the first I got, drop. I got to say, great concept. Was looking forward to it. I hate the narrator so much. It's like oh. the, the stupid making jokes every five minutes for little kids. I hate it. I was like, you know I what's kind of, it. I guess kind of a point, like I was, well, I heard that from someone else too. And I was thinking, you know, um, Hello, hi Gretchen. Gretchen. Hi. Can talk. I was thinking about the Imagineer story and oh, stuff. That, like oh, I love, I loved that, but this might be a little bit more for like, a whole family can watch this documentary together about how these rides were made. And I feel like mm-hmm. it's felt like a little bit, like maybe it was geared to a younger audience. There, so. there you go. Gretchen totally agrees. Cannot stand the narrator overkill dad jokes. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of puns and dad jokes that were in awkward spaces. And there was a couple where I actually laughed. So I, I mean, I just maybe tone it down a little bit. Have you watched the? How many episodes have you watched? I've seen the. I've seen only two. I've seen the Star Tours one and the um, what's the blah 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 Tower Terror. You didn't watch the Haunted Mansion? N- no, I haven't. Uh, I was more interested in the Star Tours and the Tower Terror one first, but still, I was I was super annoyed by by the narrator. Oh, and I'm so just, grumpy. I'm try. I'm trying not to be. You're being grumpy. I, I, yeah, I, see, mm. yes. Okay. The puns were perfect for the Jungle Cruise episodes. Okay, okay fine. I'll I watch, agree with that. Then I will watch the Jungle Cruise one because, uh, what's it called? Yes, that 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 whole ride is just pun, pun city. The, so I, I, tell, I think I, that the information that I got way outweighs my disdain for the narration silliness. I mean, because look, I there was stuff that, like, I was like, "Whoa, no way! I didn't realize that." So it was pretty exciting to see. Okay. All right. Like, well, All right. I mean, whatever. I mean, no, 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 no. Come on, don't give me that. Uh, but I mean, I just slice it. I think they could have just. Some days, Johnny just wants to be a hater. No, that is not 
partially true. I don't don't want to be puntastic. Okay, I'll go. I'll go with that. But the point is, uh, uh, Sarah, that I I just you know that there's 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 some shows that I you know I I, I that do need the puns, and then there's shows like this that are just really just are aiming for five year olds, and I just. that's what i'm saying it's family friendly it's like the adults can get like the really crazy stuff and the kids can be like entertained and all enjoy it together and oddly enough uh uh dwayne johnson's company um yeah he was producer produced it yeah produced it wait hold on gretchen writes john woke up choosing rage today (laughs) i think you're right gretchen i think you're right <laughs> i like that i'm gonna i'm gonna start you i'm gonna start using that gretchen thank you so well, let's, much let's move on before you know flames start shooting out of his ears or something why because you're so angry got rage no, that's a rage angry yeah anyway we had another film review we do we did and have this movie. is for shutters candisha uh huh. Um, for I mean, I I think it's by Steph Cannon, and I think she has some stuff to tell us. But it, just for in case you didn't know, it's in Moroccan culture. Um, no legend is more infamous than that of Candisha, and it's basically something like if you say her name, she comes out. And I'm sorry to tell you, Johnny, she um, is a vengeful demonic spirit who specifically targets men. You better I, watch out. Whatever, I'm single. Let her do it. <laughs> well, let's see what Steph had to say about the movie. All right, let's do it. Let's do hey it. Everyone, I'm Steph Cannon here to talk about the movie Candisha. This is a French subtitled movie that centers around three teenage girls, uh, Amelie, Morjana, and Bintu. They're spending their summer break, hanging out with the rest of their friends, uh, having fun. There are nights they're spending in an abandoned building creating some graffiti art, but during these early scenes of the movie, you do get a sense for their friendship and kind of the banter and fun that they have together while they're creating this graffiti art. Candisha is the name of a Moroccan demonic spirit, kind of similar to a succubus, if you're familiar with that, that preys on men. One night when they are in this building, they discover the name Candisha written on the wall. They know enough about the legend to know that if you recite her name five times, you will summon her and she will begin enacting her revenge. Later that night, a traumatic event leads Amelie to summon Candisha. And one of the things I really like is Candisha herself is pretty cool looking. She's this veiled woman. She has this very uh, cool Middle Eastern looking aesthetic. She's got the legs of a camel. She's very beautiful. She is obviously meant to seduce men before killing them. Um, This movie is a little over the top with its violence and gore. That should be noted if you are a little squeamish. Once Candisha is out, it is up to Amelie and her friends to find a way to banish her or send her away. I did like the dynamic between the friendship. I felt like the characters were very realistic and very believable. They have a good dynamic with the rest of their family members, which comes into play and creates the emotional stakes for the movie. I would say that this is definitely worth watching. It's a very different take on your kind of typical urban legend, demonic spirit type of uh, story. If you would like to hear more of my review, you can check it out on creepykingdom.com and Candisha premieres on Shudder July 22nd. All right. 
I want to see that one. Uh, we, we have a we have a world premiere trailer for uh, for the Neil Blumkamp uh, joint Demonic. Yeah, so we both watched it, and we're actually really excited to see this film. Um, Neil Blomkamp also directed District Nine, Elysium, and Chappie. We were just talking about Chappie earlier, actually. I, I love Chappie. I love I it, but it was a little bit sad. But anyway, something I thought was cool that's um, going to be in this film is it uses a patent-pending new method of uh, volumetric capture. Mm-hmm. which is a three-dimensional video technology that turns actors into geometric objects, which you'll see a little bit um, mm-hmm. if you watch the trailer. Yeah. So the amount of volumetric capture mm-hmm. in Demonic is the most ever seen in a feature film. I thought that was kind of interesting. And um, I, I, Whenever Neil Blomkamp does something, whenever he does – I think the visual effects on his films are stellar. Yeah. Like, they're very, very – oh, they're so good. Every time, every time he makes a film, like the motion captured stuff. Sometimes when you watch motion capture things, they look a little too cartoonish. But a lot of times, his his movies just look super realistic. And yeah, I don't know. I feel like he uses the visuals to really draw you in. It's like it's not. Mm-hmm. He makes sure nothing looks too like out of place mm-hmm. to where it takes your attention away from what's really happening in the movie. It's like I mean, beautiful I mean, the- and it fits and it's believable. Yeah, so. even the even the aliens in District Nine looked incredible, even though yeah. there's sci-fi alien or bug alien type things, but they look great. I agree. But, but no, I, I'm definitely looking forward to Demonic. Very much looking forward to it. It was the first time I saw the trailer uh, today, so yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And when is it? Uh, when is it available? Or when it is it? It is going to be in theaters on demand and on digital August 20th. So it's coming up pretty soon. Sweet. Yeah, we'll both check it out. Obviously, yeah. we'll let you guys know what we think. Yeah, let's. Hopefully, they play at the Animal Draft House. We can uh, go eat that some would be cool. queso, and we should get some Royale with cheeses. Their their burgers are juicy. Jose. 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 Okay. Mm-hmm. Yum yum. What? Huh? I said yum yum. Y- yum yum. Yum yum. Uh, sorry. Anyways, uh, so it looks like we uh, the Jungle Cruise just had its premiere. Uh, yesterday yeah yesterday at the one and only disneyland yeah um oh i actually so i went side quick side note pirates of the caribbean 2 also premiered at disneyland and i actually was one of the crazy fans that stood there and just like waited and got a bunch of autographs and stuff like i literally camped out there like all day on main street and like my mom kept leaving and like going and riding rides and coming back and like Are you still you here? Still want to be here? Like this is fun and we're like, yeah, we want to do it. Uh, so yeah, the the premieres are like they're like super crazy and really beautiful. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited about Jungle Cruise. And um, I was actually sitting in traffic and drove by some posters for it, and I saw that Paul Giamatti's character has. A cockatoo, so I'm super excited because I'm a super bird fan. <laughs> so I was like, oh my gosh, I hope it has a key roll in it. <laughs> so anyway, now I'm like even more excited. But um, yeah, Jungle Cruise releases simultaneously in theaters and on Disney Plus with Premiere Access, which I feel mm-hmm. like is super worth it for Premiere Access, but I think I probably want to see it in theaters. I'd rather see it um, in theaters. Yeah, I'd rather see it in theaters, but I would pay to go. I would pay to see this movie. It looks like it's going to be awesome. And that comes out um, this upcoming Friday, July 30th. There you go. Yay. Sorry. Hold, yeah. hold on. Quick drink. Cheers. Cheers. 
Clickities. Click. Click. Clickities. Mine's just sparkling water, by the way. Guinness. <laughs> I know. I don't know how you're drinking Guinness right now. Guinness on a summer day. I don't think that's in any of the marketing. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we you actually. Feel alone and single, drink a Guinness on a summer day. Is that that's your new me. commercial? That is you my new commercial. Booked for that role? Yeah. No. <laughs> um, hey, there's something I'm interested in in this next category. Should, you want to tell us, uh, Shara? Sure. Shara? Um, yeah, this is like really fashionable stuff, actually. Yeah. You might look cute in some of the dresses. Absolutely. Yeah, they're on your on your wish list now. Oh, yeah, they're on my wish list. Well, here, let's show you guys. Um, it's actually uh, Vixen by Michelin Pitt. Um, it's launched so basically her line launched an it and an it chapter two uh, line with fashion and accessories and it's uh partnered with warner brothers consumer products yeah and it's amazing like look at some of these photos uh something i specifically want which i don't know because there's a ton of photos we have them all up on our website um is the it chapter two dancing clown swing skirt so if anyone wants to buy that for me, just kidding. Um, this whole line of clothing from it chapter one and two is available now. So mm -hmm. if you want more information, go to creepykingdom.com and check it out. Um, and, you know, try not to buy everything unless you have all that kind of money, I guess. But yeah. it's going to be really hard to pick what you want because they have a lot of cute stuff. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. And anyway, um, Michelin Pitt is... Uh, LA-based design house known for vintage-style fashion-inspired fine 1950s bad girls and 80s flair. Um, so well, this guy looks mysterious. I know. They've got, like, a lot of other um, lines that are have to do with, like, horror um, horror IPs. So. Hey, hey there. Is this an Abercrombie and Finch? Fitch. Fit, whatever. I'm not... I'm not, I'm not <laughs> Sarah, do I look like I'm 10 pounds? No, but that's exactly. a good thing, hey. John. Huh? You don't want to be ten pounds. It's dangerous. <laughs> it. I mean, the Abercrombie and Finch people. Fin, Finch. Finch or Finch. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. I, I, need, was... <laughs> I need my smart juice. Glug 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 glug. Yeah. Oh man, I seriously want all of these dresses. Same here. No, I really do though. Let's see. Wait, see, where is that swing skirt? There. Well, oh, that's the dress. Oh, the dancing clown dress. Yeah, it's like the Pennywise really cool. dancing clown, and it's like a hot pink. But so it's like from far away. Yeah, the skirt there. There's that creepy guy again. So <laughs> do do you come here often? I love it because it's it's um, it's like cute and sassy, and then you get up close and you're like, oh, this is a terrifying creepy clown. Awesome. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, there's a there's a lot of uh, and there's there's vixen, or the vixen or a vix. Oh, that's the last photo. <laughs> Johnny, did you see what Janine had to say about you? No. <laughs> Johnny D, powered by Guinness. I'm I'm going to screen capture that right there. Oh, wait, hold for... on. Sorry, I'll bring it back up for you. No, no I I already I already got it. Uh... Okay, good. <laughs> 
That's awesome. Wait, bring that it back and let's do and let's both thumbs up. All right, good. <laughs> oh man. But anyway, yeah. Sarah. So try not to spend all your money. Sorry, sorry for sharing that with you guys if you're on a budget um like I am. My apologies. I am. So- sorry, not sorry. I mean, I'm moving next week, so I'm definitely on a budget. We're gonna have a new location in back of me, so you're gonna do it all fabulous and spooky. Oh yes, espo- espo- los spookies. Yes, 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 yes. 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 <clears throat> so yes, I think we've gotten to that time of the show, which is your favorite part because what? it's all about you. <laughs> Stop it! I'm not. Know. Why you, you laugh every time? I know, but it's still I'm not that shallow, am I? Am I no, shallow? No, you're not really. You're not really, exactly. but you're just excited because you're like, I get to talk about stuff I like. Yay! I get to talk about stuff I like that other people are like, really? Really? What? What is this? What? what? Anyway, <laughs> but if you guys didn't catch it, that means it's time for Johnny D's Pick of the Week. Yes. Let me grab that really quick. Nope, wrong one. Nope. Johnny D, do you have a pick of the week? <laughs> I, do, I, I do. Hold on. There we go. Sponsored by Guinness. Wait, hold on. Let me let me bring that back up. <laughs> Thank you so much. All right. Tell us all about it, Johnny Yes, D. I will tell you all about it. I'll I'll put myself on really quick. Thank you, Sarah. Uh, this week's pick of the week. Ah, crap. I gotta. Sorry. Give me a second. Gotta. <laughs> there we go. You, you were going to say. No, this week's pick of the week is. <laughs> is 1985's Life Force directed by Toby Hooper, the man that gave you Poltergeist and the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Okay. All this, right. This Sold week, already. So the film synopsis is, when a space mission involving American and British astronauts encounter an alien craft, the humanoids within are brought aboard to the shuttle. Back on Earth, one of the one of the uh, extraterrestrials who appears to be a beautiful, gorgeous woman, played by uh, Mathilda May, proceeds to suck the life force out of various Londoners, tur- turning the town into a ha- turning the town into a city of roaming half dead people. When Tom Carlson, a surviving astronaut, realizes what is happening, he sets out to stop the ruthless alien presence. Sorry, I wanted to see your face. Oh, sorry. So technical directed for a second. Wow, thank you so much. <laughs> um, anyways, this film is bonkers. This film was made by Canon. Sounds bonkers. Yeah, the movie was made by Canon Films, uh, kind of. And um, they, they um, what's it called? It was released here by TriStar, but they did a, it's a, they chopped out a lot of stuff, but uh, wait. So we got the tame version. We got the tame version, but um, the American, yeah, we're Americans. We're we're wimps. Um, you get what I'm saying. The point is, yeah. But um, but what's it called? They release the international version is a lot long. Is a little bit longer, but it's a lot more fun as well. Way more fun. Um, Screen Factory put out a fantastic uh, blu-ray which it which um that that's a 4k restoration it looks beautiful both cuts both cuts um have a, a great restoration i just saw the theatrical cut for the first time today uh that's why so the theatrical cut is that the 
U.S. version then? That's a U.S. version. The uh, director's cut is the international cut. Um, but yeah, I've seen the international cut a lot, like at the New Beverly, and they had it on Prime for a while. Uh, I don't know which one they have on Pluto TV. That's where you can watch uh, Life Force on Pluto. But I believe you can still watch the theatrical. I think you know. I think that the 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 international cut is the prefer is the one that's everywhere. Okay. Now, so nowadays, you, it's the one that's being shown. Yeah. So if you want to watch the theatrical cut, you have to have the the Screen Factory Blu-ray, which I still recommend to watch because you know you can see both cuts, see how they're different. But uh, it's an incredible movie. It's bonkers. It's it because the, it's based on a novel called Space Vampires. I'm not joking. That is the title of the novel. All right. And um, and yeah, the uh, Mathilda May. Oh my lord, that woman is is oh. I, I can't I, I wanted to post a picture of her, but a lot of the time she's naked in the movie, so I, I couldn't really post a picture on this. But uh, so now we know why Johnny D likes the movie. Okay, got it. No, 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 no. That's not that's one of that's just one teasing. of the, that's one of the many reasons though. But no, there's All great right. but there's great special effects. Um it's just but again, it's just a really bizarre, crazy movie that only Canon films could make at that time. But again, you can watch it anywhere. What year did you say it was from again? Eighty five. Got it. Okay. So, uh, but yeah, Toby Hooper, fantastic movie. Uh, yeah, that is definitely, uh, I highly recommend it. And it is my Johnny D's pick of the week. Sponsored by Guinness. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you could do your wah, 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 wah or something. Wah, 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 wah. <laughs> Thank you. Anyway, so, uh, hey. Uh, um, what the- I am going to take your recommendation on that. Oh my God. Awesome. That is incredible. Thank you so much, Sarah. Thank you. Good job. Good Thank job. you. I, I hope you. Wow. I've been really, uh, I'm really hitting it with you. You have. Yeah. You've been doing a good job. Thank you. I can't wait to screw it up next week. <laughs> That's secret. You secretly your goal. You're like, how will I find, I want to find something bogus enough that Sarah's going to be like, nah. <laughs> oh, um, I, I have several. <laughs> But anyways, hey, Sarah, what's happening in the Creepy Kingdom? Hey, I can tell you all about that. Oh, my God, really? Yeah, because we're still celebrating 10 years of Creepy Kingdom. Yeah. So let's look take a look back at some of these throwback posts we've been putting on our social media. Uh-huh. Um, back on September 1st of 2017, on the original Creepy Kingdom podcast, we recorded the episode live from the opening of Disney legend Raleigh Crump's <laughs> art exhibit at Oceanside Museum of Art. Which is awesome because he's so fun to watch. He's in that um, the behind the attractions too. He by the just, way, oh my gosh, I love him. Oh, by the way, I just want to hold on. Give me a second. Hold on. Hold on. God dang it. Hold on. Not you. Sorry. I forgot to play video. What video? The Vixen uh, it video. <gasps> we have a video for it. I didn't what? even realize. I completely forgot. You should we play it? <laughs> well, let's let's finish. The throwback photo yeah, since we were talking about that, and then we'll go back and watch the the video. Sounds, sounds great. Yay. Anyways. Anyway, um, let's see. The next photo is on October 9th on the original Creepy Kingdom podcast. Our very own Melissa Camacho shared her tales of attending Mickey's Halloween party at Disneyland. I get to go to Oogie Boogie Bash this year for my first time ever. I'm very excited. <laughs> nice. And she looks lovely in her uh, in her uh, in her uh, Halloween party outfit. 
Oh, yes. Fantabulous. Um, and then also Sir Florida Man, a.k.a. Grant, took a trip to Disney Aulani Hawaii Resort so he could party hard with Stitch, who's one of my very favorite Disney characters. Woo, woo. I love these. These are great throwbacks. Um, yeah. October 15th, 2017. 2017 was the third annual Haunted Mansion Fashion Day at Disneyland. Okay. Oh, my gosh. So uh, that's, like, yeah. right up our alley, obviously. <laughs> and then let's see. Back in the fall of 2017, James H. Carter II, Ryan, and Grant had a terrifyingly good time at Spooky Day in the park. Oh. Uh, it's Spooky Day in the Park's Gala at Tower of Terror at Hollywood Studios. You say gala, up, I say gala. Gala? Gala? What am I supposed to say? Gala? I, I think it's a potato-potato situation. I know. That's what the vibe I was getting. Um, anyway, they recorded episode 134 of the original Creepy Kingdom podcast there. So check it all out if you want to see some of these throwbacks and go to our social media and enjoy them. Yeah, baby. Woo! And also check out hashtag Creepy Kingdom 10 if you want to see the well, posts we've done previously. Thank you for bringing that up. Yay. It's Yay. Right. It's, right. So, it's right there if you right guys there. need to see it. So anyway. Let's rewind back. Let's rewind back 10 minutes ago. As we uh, we talk about Vixen's uh, It collection, we have a video. We I didn't realize. I'm so excited. Let's check it out. Let's check it out. Wow, I could have played that instead of doing the doing the photos for, for five minutes. Um, oh my God. Sorry, everyone, that is going to spend a lot of money now, but I don't yes. think they'll regret it because that's amazing. Now let's fast forward to the Creepy Kingdom Ten because we have a video. <laughs> what was that? I don't know. I was trying to fast forward. Let me see the fast forward again. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> uh, we are now call? in the future. We are in the future. So we have. <laughs> so fast forwarding back to that, we have a video for the gala at the tower. The gala, the gala, gala, gala. gala. that gala gala, gala gala island. <laughs> ha! You got it. I got uh, it. The gala at the tower. Should we play that? Let shall. And not play it five minutes from now. <laughs> Awesome, let's do it. Oh, hello! Remember me? It's been a few years, but I'm doing all right. Good to see you. <laughs> You're not telling me, are you? No, it's all right. In fact, you can take the radio, that's fine. You're going to pop, pop the radio open now. Yes, it is. <laughs> Five times. Five times. I got to go through the secret door for the fifth time. Oh, I was enjoying the music too. I was like, "Oh, by the way, she says, uh, Sarah, I love your chair." 
Thank you. It's my Iron Man chair because I love Iron Man. Do you do you do you love him three thousand? I love him three thousand. No, okay. Let me ask you this: how how hard, how horribly hard did you cry? Uh, I was inconsolable. Was did you did you did you part the Red Seas with you with your tears? I I was very angry, and I used a lot of the flimsy movie theater napkins to dry my tears. Well, at least you didn't cry on the popcorn. I'd already eaten it. <laughs> you use the bag for your tears. I know. <laughs> Gathered him up and be like, "Look what you've done." <laughs> I would have loved this. You know? <laughs> Look what you've done. Look what you've done. Joe's like, babe, we, we need to go. No, Joe was crying too. Joe was crying too. Joe was, and he would admit it. He'll admit it. He was. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I was not. I did not cry during that scene. I am a cold, heartless fool. I'm gonna second that. Then I don't know how you could not cry in that scene. I think I cried harder at the Han Solo dying scene in The Force Awakens. I also cried like the about the same in that. I also stood up and shouted. You and shouted? What did you I, shout? I just stood up and was like, ah, like at the movie theater, and then <laughs> sat back down, like, oh, sorry, guys. I just want to hear. Ah! I oh, was just so mad. It. I was so mad. Anyway, not <laughs> a tangent on all the movies that have made me angry, but. <laughs> anyway so uh, another thing we have going on is um we had a really cool interview with michael aiello he is a universal orlando's director of entertainment creative development and yeah. this interview was conducted by james dillman who we love lady, lady james yep because she's friends with him so oh, nice. um if you want to hear more about you know, what he thinks about the events tacos. and about his lengthy career at Universal and tacos, then check out her, her interview on creepykingdom.com. I definitely want to know about Florida tacos, actually, because I've never had a Florida taco. You know what? I haven't had a Florida taco either. What is a Florida taco? I don't think I went. No, I don't think I had tacos when I went there last time. I don't know. Do they have the same kind of tacos as we do? Florida I mean, friends, feel free to chime in or comment later I mean, and let us know. I mean, Sarah, it's Florida. Florida. So I don't know what would be in them tacos. But if you come to L.A., you eat them tacos. Ooh, they're all so tasty. I know. We have really good tacos here. I will say that. Because you know why? They're all you made know what? by when I... They're all made by us. The Mexicans. We make them good tacos. When I went to London... Or and I was there for like two two weeks for right. work. I found one Chipotle. There's like no Mexican food there, of course. I found one Chipotle, and it wasn't even a good Chipotle. And I was just like, was "Oh, this is bad, amazing!" Because I miss bad Chipotle. Food so much. Yeah, I I love Mexican food so much, and there was like none there. It was just so weird for me. I don't know. Anyway, I guess I'm spoiled because we have like all kinds of you know cuisines here. Ah, so. Richard Moreno says yummy tacos. All right, all right. Yummy Florida tacos or just yummy tacos in general, Richard? I might have to try some of these yummy Florida tacos. 
I'm always down for tacos. Like, mm. well, we live in ta- in taco country in taco st- in the state of tacos, and that's not a bad thing. You look around the corner, there's tacos everywhere, and that definitely ain't a bad thing. You know what's the worst is if I'm driving, like I drive for work sometimes, and I'm driving, and there's like taco guys on like all the corners, and I can't stop, and I'm just like. <laughs> I mean, especially, I mean, especially you. <laughs> like, are you waving? Throw money, <laughs> throw tacos, you know. <laughs> 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 and it really is kind of sad, though. But where, uh, like, you you deliver in the valley, right? You drive in the valley. No, I'm in downtown LA. Uh, oh, that's Hollywood. <laughs> Richard writes all the tacos. Well, Richard, I agree with you there. Well, I mean, not I all tacos good. are good tacos, but most tacos are good tacos. Ninety nine point nine percent of tacos are amazing. I agree. Exactly. Shall we move on from this taco conversation? It's not even Taco Tuesday, you guys. I know, but this could be an unofficial Taco Tuesday taco, on a Sunday. Taco Sunday. No, it's Salsa Sunday. Salsa Sunday. Salsa Sunday. Okay. So anyway. Well, we did have some new news in the events world. um, Because Awaken the Spirits um, announced the panel schedule and lineup for their event coming up August 14th and 15th in Pasadena. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be crazy. Um, So so what's, what's the lineup, Sarah? Let me tell you a little bit more about that. And also, um, aside from what we're telling you right now, you can also download the Fan Guru app um, for all the details because they have it all posted up there too. Yep. So Saturday, August 14th, is going to feature presentations by Universal Studio Hollywood, Studios Hollywood's Halloween Horror Nights, um, right. Winchester Mystery House, which is from up north, um, from where I'm from, uh, L.A. Haunted Hayride, and Delusion Reaper's Remorse. Okay. And then they're also going to have um, a special ca- panel co- commemorating the 20th anniversary of 13 Ghosts to kick off the day, which is awesome. I love 13 Ghosts. The, the, remi- also- the remake? What? The remake of 13 Ghosts? I don't think I realized there was another one. Yes! This movie was, was- it also on a ship. A ship? Wait, that's Ghost Ship. That's Ghost Ship. Thirteen Ghosts is a is a house in the house in the house, right? Special glasses, and yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's based off a William Castle movie of the same name, and you get special. You had special like kind of three D glasses, but you have a there's a red there's a red glasses where you actually can see the ghosts. But then if you don't want to see the ghosts, you you could just go to the blue and oh, so it's like scaredy cat scaredy cat glasses. Yeah. That's awesome. When was that from? This was 1960, uh, 1960 something. I can look it up really quick if you if you just kind of stall on me for yes, Thirteen Ghosts the remake uh, was made by a company called Dark Castle Productions, which was a uh, Joel Silver, I think Robert Zemeckis and Walter Hill, who of course most of those guys also executive produced the Tales from the Crypt series back in the late eighties, early nineties. Um, but yeah, they're all big fans of William Castle, who uh, who also did uh, thirteen uh, did thirteen ghosts. Uh, House of uh, he didn't do House of Wax. Sorry, uh, crap, I forgot. God dang, I I know these things, but I'm forgetting. <laughs> I'm putting you on the spot. You it's are harder me. when you're on the spot. But William Castle was was like kind of like the uh, like a like the king of like kind of B movie B horror films. Like he did the Tingler. Uh, he also did. Um, I think no, he didn't do. God dang, I keep thinking he did House of Wax. He didn't do House of Wax. Um. Anyways, continue. Well, 
So there's going to be a special panel commemorating the 20th anniversary of the remake yes. of 13 Ghosts. 2000. And then 2001. That makes sense because yeah. it's 2021. 20 oh, 13, well, 13 Ghosts came out in 1960. Oh, the, you the said original. 60s. You were right. I was right. So yeah, William Castle directed it. Um, yeah. Oh, he also produced Rosemary's Baby and just a slew um, of other films. All right. But yeah. Good to know. I want to watch the old one now. I haven't seen that. Um, that you can watch. Uh, I can tell you I right now. I want to watch it with the glasses. I know you. Ha- you actually have to buy the Blu-ray or DVD for that. They actually comes with the they- glasses. Oh, it, it comes with that's a pair. Cool. That's so really cool. You can definitely uh, go buy that on wherever wherever you can get. Anyway, so oh, Richard's been saying. Well, Richard said, "Wow." I'm assuming for the thirteen uh, thirteen ghosts, and it's a glass house. Yeah, thirteen ghosts as well. So yeah, yeah, anyway, that's kind of rounds up Saturday at the event, and then Sunday, August fifteenth, includes presentations from Six Flags Magic Mountains Fright Fest and a visit to Resident Mm -hmm. Evil Village, which, by the way, is hosted by our very own James H. Carter II. Yeah, and then a thirtieth, a thirtieth anniversary retrospective of the legendary home Home Hot Rotten Apple nine hundred seven which is so good and a deep dive into how epic entertainment and my co-to the teams behind uh queen mary's dark harbor bring horrifying creatures and stories to life and then um another thing that's going to be included this year is that on the show floor is there's going to be a brand new experience from universal studios um halloween horror nights that will put you put your horror fandom to the test and there's not oh. really any other details, so I'm like, mm. 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 <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that sounds exciting to me. Um, so sounds yeah, fun. there's a lot to see mm. and do at Awaken the Spirits, and yeah, that's um, August 14th oh. and 15th. Richard, did I do a yard hunt in Moreno Valley, California? Sweet, that's really cool, Richard. I'm gonna like try that. to check it out this season. Yeah, for sure. Let us let us know the name of it. Yeah, and we can shout it out find it. live. Um, um, let's see. Our last little bit of news yes. is uh, regarding theme parks, theme park haunts. I know we've been talking about, of course, uh, Universal Studios Hollywood Halloween Horror Nights. So tickets are now on sale. If you guys didn't already know, it's time to get on it. And buy oh. your tickets. Oh, okay. Sorry. Richard's haunt is called No Way Out Haunted House. Very cool. I'm look that up. Thanks, Richard, for letting us know. Thank you so much. And thanks, um, thanks for joining in on the, on the craziness. <laughs> the creepiness. Ooh. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Anyway, tickets are on sale now. The event sell, sells out every um, every season, so make sure you get your tickets if you're planning on going. And then two um, new mazes were announced. Well, not new mazes, um, two returning mazes uh, for Hollywood. The Exorcist and The Curse of Pandora's Box. Um, those, You're welcome, Richard. <laughs> those join the already announced mazes, uh, Haunting of Hill House, uh, Universal Monsters, The Bride of Frankenstein Lives, and Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And the event runs September 9th, like select days, September 9th through Halloween. And I'm really, actually really excited about The Bride of Frankenstein. So Maybe. when are we all going to go? I know. We need to plan a day. I know. We got we to grab, grab everybody. We got to grab all the peeps, the popes. 
all the peeps. It'd be so funny. I don't even actually I would say we're all we're all still a lot of fun at haunts. First of all, you don't even know what you're doing because you never go to haunts. You're just learning. You're a little Jesus, baby. Right. Little baby haunt attender. Um but Kayla, our editor in chief, and I scream through everything we went to together or went through I've, together at knots. I've heard you scream. <laughs> and then um yeah, I feel like yeah, the rest of our gang, like we're all still, we're still fun. We're not too jaded. Like we still enjoy going through these kind of things and then like enjoying the scenery and the actors and the sets and the makeup. Look at how long your beard is getting. I <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I didn't... You're just like, Bleh. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Um, really beautiful. Thank you. Very thank luscious. You. Don't tell Joe. Um, I know he's trying to grow his back out now. I think you re-inspired him to do it. There you go. Yeah, you should. I, I you know, he's a good-looking dude. So I think I mine out too. Can you tell? Um, let me see. Well, I see your little peach. Just foot. kidding. If you see anything, then you're dead to me. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um. Anyways, well, but yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I, I want to go with everybody. I would love to. If if anyone invites me, I would love to go to Horror I'm gonna Night. Push, because you're going to be like the... Have you been before? No, I almost went two Since years you're gonna ago. you're going to be the HHN virgin, we'll have to like push you first into all the mazes. Just be like, gonna have, go. So you can have paddles and be like, in you go. <laughs> you That's okay a good then? idea. No, <laughs> I'm going to bring up specially branded... Paddle for you and paddle you into the hot. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, I think that's about it for our show tonight. That is we survived, guys. You guys survived. Yeah, we all we all survived. We all su- survived collectively. Yes, exactly. I'm proud of us. I'm proud. I'm um, proud of us too. Time to go back to the to the party, I guess. I guess I'm. I'm waiting for I'm you to pick up Joe. Hopefully, he's still there. <laughs> he has gotten lost. Where am I? Who oh, am where I? Where am I? How do I get home? He's at he's at a he's at a strip bar. Excuse me, is this where the pool party is? <laughs> I miss my friends. Where are my friends at? <laughs> oh man, well, this has been fun. This was. Um, thank you, everyone, for joining us. And don't forget, for those of you listening to our podcast version, don't forget you can hang out with us live on our YouTube and Facebook, just like we're doing right now, yes. every Sunday at 7 p.m., 10 p.m. Eastern. And so until next week, keep it creepy, everyone. <laughs> Bye. Keep it creepy. This podcast has been a production of the Creepy Kingdom Podcast Network. Executive produced by James H. Carter II and Ryan Grulick. Visit creepykingdom.com to get access to all of our articles, videos, and podcasts. Join our Patreon for exclusive content. Patreon.com slash creepykingdom. Until next time, this is Hannah reminding you to keep it creepy. This podcast has been a production of the Creepy Kingdom Podcast Network. Executive produced by James H. Carter II and Ryan Grulick. Visit creepykingdom.com to get access to all of our articles, videos, and podcasts. Join our Patreon for exclusive content. 
patreon.com slash creepy kingdom. Until next time, this is Hannah reminding you to keep